0: Tonight on a special double edition of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. The Devil went down to Georgia and so did the BYU Cougars. Coach Sitake and Dallin Holker previewed the matchup. Deep Blue features the Woodall family and their journey with cancer. Plus Mark Pope on the big wins versus San Diego State and Oregon. The combined coaches show starts now.
1: This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain
0: Healthcare. With your host, Jerem Jordan. What is up? Welcome to Studio C. Great uh, crowd on, on hand tonight. Great to have you. Uh, welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo. For BYU Football with Klein Stokia, I'm Jerem Jordan. Filling in with the busiest man in the biz, Greg Rebell, who was in Portland, Oregon last night. He's going to Charlottesville, Virginia, to call women's soccer second-round NCAA tournament tomorrow against Alabama, by the way. Go Cougs. We want Bama. For those watching live, yeah. Women's soccer. Let's go. We want a taste of Virginia, who knocked BYU out uh, last year in the NCAA tournament. If you're watching live, we invite you to take part in our live polls via the Opine app. Get the app on your phone. Check out the side of your screen for poll questions throughout the show. Coming up on tonight's combo broadcast, D-Blue features Braden Woodall, the video coordinator for the team and his family's relationship. Uh, with the team and their journey with cancer, as we mentioned. Tight end Dallin Holker will be here. Caught a touchdown against Idaho State. We bring on Mark Pope and chat with both coaches together. That was a ton of fun last week. It produced maybe the greatest video we've ever produced from the coaches Show of the two guys laughing and high-fiving. We're going to play it after every win against every Pac-12 team. And, of course, we'll talk about the massive win against Oregon last night and San Diego State last Friday. But let's start the show by bringing in the head coach of the BYU football team. He is Kalani Sitake. What's up, How
2: are you doing? What's up, bro? How are you doing? Good to see you.
3: Right. What's up, everyone? Great oh, crowd, as always. Just Got came the- from practice, you know. How was it? It was good. Really good practice. Just get, gets dark real quick, so we have to go into the IPF sometimes.
0: Yes, daylight savings. We got to yeah. vote that out. We got to just get to the. <laughs> anyway, uh, people assume on the bye week you just like go to Cancun or something. That's not the case, right?
3: I, I mean, I, I wanted to, you know, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, no. We, we had to we had to get some work done, and uh, I think um, you know we ha- we still have to improve every week. And and the only difference is we didn't play a game, but I think we made some improvement. We got we got some guys. Uh, Healthier and so uh, looking forward to going out to Georgia and having a good game I I know the guys are hungry to get back on on the field and I'm excited to to see them perform
0: You stay at number 14 despite the bye week Uh, What does it mean at this point of the season because this has been tough for kind of last decade for BYU to be ranked 14th at this point
3: Just keep telling the guys not worry about all that stuff. There's there's quite a few distractions and Uh, rankings and people talking and things like that I think we stay focused on on the goal which is the week-to-week opponent and uh, getting better every day that that's the key I've been I've been trying to do that as a head coach and trying to get our players to stay focused on the on the week-to-week and the game that that's that's coming up and that's that's the entire focus I well however people want to rank us that's up to them but I think it's fun for the fans and we love our fans so whatever we can do to keep them keep them happy
0: our poll question right now says, what did you do during the bye week? Did you do any of these things? Watch BYU basketball, BYU volleyball, other teams, yard work?
3: I watched sports, yard work, no. I didn't do it. Uh, I figure the leaves are falling so that, that covers up everything that you need to do. And, <laughs> and I, I think there's got to be somebody in our neighborhood, a young man that's willing to make some money that can rake up the leaves for me. So, um, But yeah, I, I enjoyed watching the uh, basketball team perform. They're, they're doing an amazing job. And... I think all the other coaches doing an amazing job with their their sports too, so uh, whatever I can do as a fan to support them, I'm going to do it.
0: It'll be fun to watch uh, you know, some of those other teams this week. We are talking about women's soccer, cross-country, t- trying to find uh, defensive national championships, volleyball's number four. Um, you and Mark Pope talked about it last week, but feeding off of each other. When volleyball's ranked and women's soccer, all of this matters together, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all fans of, of each other, but we're also fans of the university, and so we're we're trying to um, you know promote the brand of, of the university, and and uh, very similar in the way that um, we run our teams. And uh, I mean, we we've been able to help each other out, and I, I've got uh, got tons of ideas and great um, uh, things to do, and as far as culture from a lot of those coaches, and they're having great success. So it'd be foolish of me not to tap into the resource that we have here, in in the coaches that we have, and and the, and the bright minds that they are. And, and uh, they're innovative and creative and and, uh, a lot of what they do applies to football as well.
0: Okay, Georgia Southern and BYU coming up this week, Idaho State last week, and each week I go into the film room and learn a little bit more about what the heck happened in the last game. BYU SAC leader this year is Pepe Tanuvasa, who joins me this week in the film room. All right, Pepe. Is Pepe your given name or is that a nickname?
4: So it's actually my, my middle name. It's your middle name. What's your first name? Michael.
0: Michael. Yeah. I like Peppa. Me too. (laughs) Okay, you had a great game against Idaho State. Let's talk about it. Uh, First off, you have an interception that you nearly took to the house. So close.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So this was... one play where I'm coming off the edge, one of the tells while watching film was the left tackle kind of had to give when it was a pass set. It's pretty obvious that he's coming towards me. I couldn't tell if it was a run or a pass set, but I knew I had to get my hands to him. Play starts, I'm looking, I'm trying to sequence my eyes to the quarterback, see what, he's, what he looks happening, and then all of a sudden I'm getting cut. Luckily, Coach Tuiaki teaches this really well. Hands to the cut, defeating the cut, and then sequencing back to, to the quarterback and seeing what's happening, and so, I was just trying to trying to emphasize that and trying to get my hands up for the block. It just ended up sticking to my hands and tried a little move, but the running back days did not come back to me. From, from <laughs> you. were from running you, back when my, you were younger? In, when I was in youth. It's a great pick, Thanks. first off.
0: Then when I see the end zone here, I'm like, you should score, right? Yeah. <laughs> you tried to go, you tried to cut it inside. Unfortunately, that quarterback was probably too mad. Yep, yep. Okay, then uh, second play. You get a sack. They call intentional grounding. It's still a sack for you.
4: Yeah, so in this one, we're starting on an odd front. Again, my eyes are on the tight end. He ends up leaving me, so I put my hands towards the tackle. But what really makes this play is if you see number 51, Alden, who takes the B-gap, because that's where the quarterback wants to go. As you can see him um, off of his original hitch step, he wants to go there, but Alden takes the B-gap and blocks it and really makes the play for me.
0: And then I want to go back to the Arizona State game. There's a drive where the Rock gets like
4: four false starts.
0: Yeah. They're just incredible. And then you punctuate this situation with a big time sack inside the 10 yard line against Arizona State.
4: I remember specifically Earl, number 91, had just come into the play a little bit later and I was trying to get him the call. And I, as you can see, we're starting, standing about a yard or two apart and I was screaming at the top of my lungs and he didn't even acknowledge me because he couldn't oh, hear wow. me. And so I don't think people realize how loud it was at that moment. And I couldn't hear myself think, all I knew was my assignment. Their left tackle, our right tackle, had been short setting us the whole game and had been, hadn't been getting very much width. And so on this blitz, I knew I had the edge. And so as soon as I got, I just focused on ball get off, little swipe and, and luckily things worked out.
0: What was it like to get that sack in front of the rock right there and you yeah. can just kind of embrace
4: them in the moment? I mean, that's a dream come true. I, I, th- I just think back to this play, and, I mean, that's where my immediate attention goes to is to The Rock because, you know, they, they made that play for me. Okay, Georgia Southern,
0: you mentioned your Navy experience. That's certainly going to come to play this week. Just do your 111. That's what
4: um, Coach Tuyaki is always, always harping on. Okay, have fun in Georgia. Thank you.
0: Pepe Tanuvasa, who uh, is moodlining as an 80s cop, I think, yeah, maybe in a film later. <laughs> he, he, he looks good. But let's talk about Georgia Southern real quick. This is a team that obviously has some struggle. They fired the head coach. They're going to have Clay Helton coming up in 2022. They ran the triple option a bunch. The quarterback gets hurt. Maybe he's going to play. What version of the Eagles are you preparing for this week?
3: Yeah, I mean, we, we have to prepare for the, the best version. And and uh, I think uh, maybe what, what gets lost is the things that they've done in the past two years. They've won a lot of games. Yeah. Before this year, and so um, you know, I, I know that we're gonna ha- we're gonna get their best. They're coming off of a win; they have some momentum, um, and so we, we have to prepare for their best. And, and and by doing that, we need to make sure that our best shows up. That we do the fundamental things well, tackle well, and, and defensively, um, you know, like Pepe said, you have to do your 111. They're 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 much like what Coastal Carolina did uh, last year and what they're doing this year. So we, we need to be assignment sound in, in, in what we do, and then execute with great technique.
0: third in uh, you know turnover margin since 2018 and you've won every every win this year you won the turnover margin so will that be a huge storyline in this one too you think
3: yeah I think the focus is for us to play at our best and 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 when we're doing that we can create some havoc on defense and 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 get some errant throws and and uh, create some fumbles and and be able to get some turnovers and then uh, on the offensive side just make sure that we're we're, uh, taking care of the football and that we don't give any freebies up that's Uh, I think we've been preaching that for a long time. We've seen earlier this year how that could hurt you. And so I think the guys have learned their lesson and I I don't think they need another lesson in that, but hopefully they they can uh, uh, be focused on taking care of the football when they're possessing it, whether they're, I mean, Pepe had the ball come out on that interception return. I'm a little upset about that. And so, uh, you know, no matter who has the ball in his hands, they, they have to protect it. And that ball belongs to the program, belongs to the fans, not to them individually.
0: Real quick to the crowd, how many interceptions has BYU thrown this year? It's on one hand, what is it? Oh. Three, that's right, top 10 in the country. Two games left for you, Georgia Southern, and then a big one with USC, Thanksgiving weekend that Saturday. Uh, what's, what's the key in these last two to make sure you finish strong? You could have a 10-2 and two regular season, which would be incredible
3: all i care about is getting the ninth win and and focusing on that one game uh this weekend that that's that's it i i can't help if other people look look past but our programs focus on georgia southern trying to respect the game as much as possible and play with sportsmanship and and honor and so in order to do that they need all of our attention so we can't think of anything past this week.
0: You know what? Put an X on the graphic. We don't even know yeah. who we're playing next week. It's,
3: I'm, only, it's, I'm only focused Clanny, on one name out Clanny there.
0: didn't even know BYU played USC. That's how focused he is a, coming up next
3: week. I'm not even reading that. I'm going <laughs> focus on that one game.
0: Okay, <laughs> for your day-to-day Cougar sports play-by-play, watch BYU Sports Nation with myself and Spencer Linton weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Tons to talk about this weekend. Cannot wait for the next couple of shows. And we want to remind you, game day Saturday from Statesboro, Georgia. And coming up, the newest D-Blue featuring the Woodall family, plus Mark Pope joins the show as BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues.
1: (laughs) BYU football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. And by Smiths, fresh for everyone.
0: Colony Satake would show some emotion on the side. Welcome back to the show. BYU <laughs> football with Columbia Satake presented by Intermountain Healthcare. As we welcome you back to Studio C, great to have you. Countdown to kickoff, and Cougar Pregame Live gets you set on Saturday, 2 Eastern for the Radio, 3 Eastern for TV Games of 4 Eastern on ESPN Plus. What channel is it on? It's on ESPN+. They do a seven-day free trial. You can do that for free if you want to. <laughs> there are many unsung heroes on the BYU football staff. One of those is BYU football and, uh, and technology coordinator Braden Woodall, whose family loves Cougar football. I mean, loves Cougar football. And his mom, Pam, had an experience he or she cherished last year. This is Deep Blue, brought to you by Brady Industries Simply Better.
5: We're here to film practice and games, and get any kind of film that the players and coaches would need to evaluate themselves and prepare for our upcoming opponent. We'll watch film, send it out to players on their iPads so they can find any way to evaluate themselves and just get better. All right, here we go, special teams are starting. Remember, no bars between drills today. Inside guys, since special teams are starting, make sure you're in your spots. You know, within 10 minutes after practice ends, the coaches can go in, start grading, start uh, watching. Players can watch it on their iPads within 30 minutes. We try to have an, uh, an efficient process just so they can move about their day, do their homework, be ready for the opponent.
6: Yeah, I definitely don't see him a whole lot. He's gone in the morning from like 7.30 and gets home at like 7.30. So he works like 12 hour days. He's very good at like getting the coaches the things that he needs. So he's very reliable and dependable.
5: It meant the world to get this job because growing up, Faith Family football, more Faith Family BYU football to our family. And just being such a big BYU football fan my whole life and being here as a student, being so close to the program, it uh, it, so, it meant so much and it actually meant more to my mom than it did to me at the time. When I found out I got it, called my wife, told her got the job and she was excited for me, called my mom, told her I got the job and just about became deaf after that because of how loud she screamed into the phone. She's the biggest BYU football fan in the whole family, so to be able to tell my mom that I was going to be you know, part of the BYU football support staff was a kind of a dream come true for both of us. Meet
0: the Woodalls. For the past seven years, they pulled their trailer an hour and a half from Roy, Utah, set up camp in a campus parking lot, and made BYU football a part of their family.
7: Families have different things that they like to do, and this is just one that our family just knows that we do. After seven years of practice, the Woodalls have turned tailgating into a science, and from the time they step out of the truck,
0: they execute the game plan to perfection.
7: When you go to BYU, it's just a different feeling there. We could feel it, you know, we'd go down just to go to some activity or go to see somebody down there, and it was
5: just a completely comfortable, Feeling down there, my parents have been going to football games since. uh, It's probably been close to forty years now. And uh, I started going, I think the first year I started going to every game was when I was seven or eight. And since then, the only games I've missed were when I went on my mission. And uh, I think there was a family wedding during one game that I I missed one game for that. But the faith family and football, it's always been, you know, the three most important things to us.
6: I don't think I quite realized the level of it until I came to their house for the first time. That is definitely the <laughs> the symbol of their crazy fandomness. So their carpets are blue, their furniture is blue, walls are blue, everything is blue. Even the shingles on the roof are blue. You don't see that very often on houses, so those are blue as well.
5: Football to us is family because anytime we were watching BYU football or anytime we were going to football games, it was always a family ordeal. We were always together. So anytime we talk about BYU football, it's not just us being sports fanatics, it's it's just talking about our life. as football, BYU football is life for us. It's just we have a lot of cherished memories together as a family involving BYU football. Uh, I don't like showing emotion in front of people so when my mom was diagnosed with cancer back in 2018 you know, I tried to be the tough guy deep down I was, I was struggling.
6: I didn't know quite how like how severe it was and how long she would have and stuff so that was really hard but it also kind of like brought the family together to like spend time with her as much as we could and uh, support her and support her BYU fandomness and take her to anything that she could and up until basically until the end of her
7: life, Kalani knew that she was sick, and he just he just says, "Well,
5: come pick a day and come down." So we all went down. Being there in Kalani's office, I could see a little a little glisten in her eye. You know, she wasn't she, she wasn't her same self at that time. Her mental state was was not 100 percent. But uh, I could see how happy she was meeting Kalani, and how happy she was coming to the stadium and. It was one of the best moments of our life at that point, just being being there with with our mom and and seeing how happy she was.
7: After Pam passed away one night, I woke up about three in the morning. I didn't see Pam or hear her, but I just had an impression that she was uh, there and asking me to finish his quilt. I think she knew I could do it because I watched her, and when she made her drapes, I'd have to hold one end. I got up right then at three o'clock, looked on the computer for sewing classes, but I uh, I practiced for about a couple of weeks and got a little better. But I'll I'll never be as good as Pam was on if She was did it for so long and it did so good. It's been fun, and I think Pam is been there to help me. She knew she'd made a commitment to people on quilts, and she wanted to keep that commitment. I'm glad I could help her finish it up. It's uh, pretty hard when you have a spouse that you depend on so much, and then all of a sudden, they're gone. Everybody I see now, I tell them that, uh, I want you to give your wife a hug and a big kiss, no matter what kind of day you had, because you don't know when they're not going to be there. That's when when you'll miss them. I've taken myself off the donor list because they told me if I get a new liver, which I do need, it's worn out, you know, and they give me about 15 more years and uh i don't want to be here 15 years without pam I want to be with her god gave me a liver and when that liver's gone i'll i'll go join her you know so
5: people always told me right after she passed away that the veil was thin and I didn't feel like I had a lot of those experiences those couple weeks to a month after. I think the first experience I had was at the Navy game, uh, first game of 2020, first game after she had passed. Uh, they, they announced that there was going to be no fans and uh, it was kind of, you know, it was empty, it was quiet. But uh, as soon as halftime hit, I just felt something and I knew that she was there. Even though there was no fans, it's like she was Sitting there in the stands. She wouldn't have missed it. Beautiful
0: piece on the Woodalls, and Braden's a member of your staff, and and Pam is a member of the family, and the whole family is.
3: Yep. So I'm lucky to get to work with people like that and to meet wonderful people like that, and uh, the gospel through football is a beautiful thing, you know, so that's. It's, it's, uh, it means way more.
0: And I don't doubt she was in the stance against Navy.
3: Yep, and, and uh, you know, our, our players um, love performing for Trouba Heroes and, and for all our fans, and uh, there's a connection there even through the veil.
0: We're all in this together. I love that. Tonight's guest is a tight end who scored his first TD this season in the last game against Idaho State before the bye week. He's averaging 14 yards per catch. He's the pride of Lehigh. Welcome in sophomore tight end, Dallin Holker. <laughs> 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 What's up, Dallin? How you doing, man? Uh, good to see good you. Good to see you, you. Still <laughs> so, so, repping the camo from the Idaho State. It's a good jacket, yeah. <laughs> man.
8: I know it's my favorite one now.
0: It's awesome. Okay, let's let's just get the business part out of the way first. Uh, Lehigh's plan for a state title against Springville this week. Oh, yeah. Pioneer's going to bring it home? Oh, for sure. Ed Larson will have him ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love that. Okay. Uh, let's talk about your journey from freshman year and mission and here. So you play in 2018. There's a freshman, young quarterback who throws a touchdown in his first start. His name is Zach Wilson yeah. uh, to you, which is fun. Um, and then you go on a mission, which we'll talk about in a second. And then you come back and boom, BYU's uh 11 and one, you know, while you're gone. And now you're number 14. What kind of growth have
8: you seen Kalani and the program have since you were a freshman to now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've seen a ton of growth. Um, I've definitely, I mean, when I was here, it was cool. Like we were a family and, and we worked hard and everything. And now it's really to see the culture and how much it's changed to, to love and learning and to love each other and to help each other out. So, so that we can all grow together as, as a family and as, as a team.
0: And I'm looking forward to you going to into the Big 12 as well, you know, in the <laughs> next couple of years. Um, let's talk about your mission. So you go to Santiago and then with COVID, did you get reassigned
8: somewhere? Yeah, I did. I went to, after I went to Yakima, Washington,
0: Awesome. How was that experience, which many
8: people had,
0: uh, (laughs) I guess the American missionaries sometimes, going internationally, coming home, going somewhere else?
8: Yeah, it was definitely different because, I mean, I was called to Chile, so I was excited. And I served there for a year, and I was just shocked that I was going to go serve in a different area after that. But then it was different because I remember driving in a car, and I was like, I can't believe I'm driving in a car right now on my mission. I used to have to walk everywhere, and if we were late, then we'd sprint to try to get there. So it was definitely a different experience just having members in and being in the U.S. Uh, Kalani, this guy came back in pretty good shape, though, right?
3: He's a stud. This guy, uh, uh, I mean, all that running he did in Chile helped out. <laughs> but he, 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 the transition was easy for him. And, and, but he, he, when he came home, he, he worked extra hard. He was always out on the field um, working, doing extra work. And so I, I wasn't worried about him uh, being ready for the season.
0: I love seeing Jordan Pendleton's Instagram videos and then seeing you there. I was like, oh, <laughs> Dallin's getting ready. Can't wait for <laughs> Dallin to get ready. What was it like to catch your first touchdown pass
8: uh, since your freshman year, uh, two weeks ago against Idaho State? Yeah, no, it felt amazing. I mean, just playing again, you know, getting uh, the rhythm and getting back into things and especially touch, uh, catch a touchdown. Just felt amazing to get back in there.
0: <laughs> number 32,
8: that's a fun number at
0: BYU. Yeah. Is that one it. you
8: chose? Uh, it was, yeah, it was kind of like a like a last-second switch on, on my number, but, you know, I'm excited to rep it and to try to live up to it.
0: Yeah, it's with my homie Dennis Pitta, right? Uh, <laughs> which is awesome. I love Dennis. Um, in terms of tight ends, Kalani, you got, you got Isaac Rex and you got this guy. That's pretty good. Two sophomores that have a very bright future.
3: Yeah, and, and, and tons of, I mean, you know, Mason Wake's in the group. There's, mm-hmm. there's, they're well coached. I think Coach Clark does a great job with them. but, uh, uh, you know, Dal is a great fit for that, for that uh, position group. The guy can block, he can run routes, and he, he's basically got the same skills as a receiver, but in a bigger body. So, we're really excited about, about his future and, and all the, the receptions he's going to make. But if you watch him, uh, even when he's not catching the ball, this guy blocks really well, and he, he's just the, the sky's the limit for his potential. He, we knew that he was something special back when we were recruiting him, and uh, it's just good that, that uh, we get him back after his mission and uh, those two years. For long, I was waiting for him to get back. And so we're now we're excited to see him make more plays for us on Saturdays.
0: I'm remembering notable catches against Arizona and, uh, you know, your freshman year. It's good to have you back, man. Thanks. What's it like in that room? Because I think if BYU was like, you know, 2-8, and eight, your numbers could be better. But at 8-2, and two, that group is loaded. It's hard to get a catch, right? Um, what's it like to, to be in that group where the receivers and the tight ends,
8: it could go to just about anybody? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome because... I feel like we're all able to learn from each other because we all have different strengths and weaknesses. But you know, if someone of us does something wrong, then it's probably a strength that somebody else has, and they're able to come and, and help each other out. So it's been cool to, be able to learn from the wide receivers and the different tight ends. It's helped me out a ton, and I know it's helped out the other players a lot too.
0: Big game with Georgia Southern coming up this weekend. Long road trip. Just the fourth time ever
8: BYU playing in Georgia, which is cool. What's the conversation like as you prepare for the Eagles? You know, they're a good team, and. Uh, We know we're going to have to go out there and fight, so it'll be a super fun game, and we're excited to go down there and put up a fight and and work our hardest.
0: Kalani, what's it like with this team on the road? Because I imagine each team has its own personality, um, and you want them locked into a certain point, but how would you describe this team when you go on the road?
3: Yeah, I think the guys, and even when we're at home, they they just love bonding, being together, you know, and so it doesn't matter the activity. Even in practice, these guys like being together, and, uh, you know, we're going to go out a day earlier, so we're going to go out tomorrow and have these guys, have an opportunity for them to be in a long flight, but then get some practices and, and do some work and get some sweat going out there in, in, in the Georgia heat. Um, but uh, what I like and what I appreciate about the leadership on our team is that we have great young men like Dallin that, that are able to just connect and they just love the role that they have in, in representing, and then they just embrace the fans. We're looking forward to seeing fans out out in the South that we don't normally get to see often.
0: The record for the stadium uh, is 25,000. I'm wondering if Cougar Nation can't show up and break that. I I think that'd be pretty good. That'd be fun. Um, What's it like to go on the road with this group? Um, You missed playing in COVID uh, where there were no fans, right? (laughs) You're back. There's
8: some fans. Uh, What's it been like with Cougar Nation this year? No, it's sweet. It's amazing. Like, it's the coolest thing. It's so comforting to go to on a road game, but have a bunch of BYU fans there. I mean, every road game we've had, you just hear, like, BYU. You just hear the chants going and... Then it gets with the other fans, and it's, it's crazy to have, like, so much support everywhere we go. It's, it's amazing.
0: Nothing can tick off the opposing fan base faster, right? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, eight and two and ranked 14th. The season's gone pretty well so far. How do you kind of keep that going this
8: Saturday? You know, I think we just stay focused and play our game. I mean, when we, when we play our game, we're hard to beat. Uh, we're a really good team, and we're deep, so we just have to play our game and, and play hard. Okay, well,
0: good stuff, Dallin. We appreciate it. Let's give it up for Dallin Holker. Stay tight for just a sec. Okay, coming up, Mark Pope's going to join us. I wonder if he's excited about uh, last night's game, one of the best wins in BYU history, (laughs) as BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues. Let's
3: go.
1: (laughs) BYU football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by... Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. And by Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection.
0: Welcome back to BYU Football. Tony presented by Intermountain Healthcare. I'm already missing home games after looking at that video. Okay, last night featured one of the best wins in BYU basketball history. The Cougars beat number 12 Oregon by 32 in Portland. Anyone watch that game? Yeah. That was awesome, right? That guy's taking his hand in front of the camera. He definitely watched the game. <laughs> to discuss that and more, welcome in BYU basketball head coach Mark Pope. What was
2: that? How are you? How are you?
3: What's up, what's up, what's up baby? What's up, baby? How, how are you? Good to, Good to see, see you. you. What's up, Good baby? Go. You all right? Did
2: you get my text last night? I haven't yeah. got to it yet, but I will. I will.
0: I'm sure it's one of the thousands. You know
2: exactly, you know exactly what the, how that is.
0: I texted Mark as well. It's good to know that he hasn't read yours yet either. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I had to be like, this is Kalani,
0: by the way. <laughs> it. New number, it. who it is. Yeah. Exactly. Mark, what a night. Um, I don't know what you planned on the night going like, but it, it couldn't have been winning by 32. That was an incredible performance.
2: Yeah, it was, it was super fun. Um, you know... We have good players they 're playing together, playing hard and um, it was awesome actually it was a, It was a great night for us. It was an unbelievable crowd in the Moda center and um, the guys really bought into you know what we were trying to do on that particular night and bought into each other and it was fun like it 's a special night
0: one of the greatest wins in BYU history there 's lots to discuss about it relative to records and margin and whatnot but it felt like defensively the guys were locked in all night. You only give up 49 points. You have yet to give up 61 in a game.
2: Yeah, let's hope that trend continues, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing for us. This Oregon team is so good. You know, I, 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 as an assistant here at BYU, actually, we had played uh, against them. In Eugene. and Bill we,
0: Knight was at that one, too, by
2: yep, the way. Yep, yep. And we played in um, the NCAA so tournament came away with L's both times. And we know how explosive they are. The first two games of the season, um, they're, they're just one through five incredibly talented guys. And we knew coming in that we were going to have our work cut out for us. Uh, in terms of just having like basic shell defensive principles, right? All of our terminology and guys kind of being where they were when they when they need to be there, and we knew it was going to be an unbelievable challenge on the glass. And these guys just kind of answered the bell every time. It was great, and they just stayed with it the entire game, which is hard to do. And it was a uh, it was an unbelievable effort. What do you do?
0: Uh... What do you enjoy more about Bioi's post game? Satake dancing or Pope ruining suits? Right now, Satake, the early leader. You took the suits to Bioi Laundry Room. Right? Yes, I did. It was a
2: rough week for the suits. It's the worst, the worst thing is on the road <laughs> because little, we go straight from the gym and jump on the plane and come home. Do you just go on there soaked? No. So I change, throw it in my bag, and so you know, I get to the house and the suits all mildew and whatever, I had to take it in. <laughs> As the head coach, you have NIL deals,
0: though, yourself. You've had them it's for a It's good while, problems, right? man. Good yes, problems to have. Kalani, did you watch that game?
3: Of course. Yeah, that was awesome. What'd you and, think, and man? I think Pope needs to start dancing in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Leanne, Leanne
2: would be so distressed if I started dancing. She'd be like, what is happening? I don't have the skills you have. Oh, come on, man. It's just effort. You can do it. It go. is effort. It. It'd be
0: better than Mike Leach if you saw yeah. that. Uh, he, yeah. That was that was something, yeah. Clunny, um, I know you're a huge BYU basketball fan. When you were hired, you were in The Rock. Um, yeah. What's it like to see Mark's success at 3-0 so far?
3: It's awesome. And and, and whenever I can be there, I want to be there. You know, I got have kids, and they're older, and they have stuff going on, but... In fact, we, we first met at at one at our yeah. daughter's basketball games when we were talking yeah. you're at a different school. We were kind of talking, you know. But So th- anytime that we can be around the teams and be around the different sporting events, we're going to do it. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I love seeing Barcello shoot, man. I just want to see him shoot the ball more.
0: <laughs> are, you, are you okay with A.B. shooting a little more, Mark, as we look at some video from – this is, what, 1.20 a.m., Mark coming through – Yes, not in the suit, in the hoodie and whatnot, which is awesome. Uh, are you okay with AB yeah. shooting a little more? Kalani wants to see that.
2: Yes, and this is like, this. I think this is closer to 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 a.m. Yeah, it is awesome. The rock's showing up. The nice work. I mean, I'm a, so can I tell you my problem? So here's my problem. <laughs> it's a long day, okay? Like, you know how it is. It's a long day. Just the whole thing being in. We roll in at 2 o'clock in the morning. And th- this. Incredible group of students, I don't know, a couple hundred students are there to meet us, just going crazy video and everything. And all I want to do is take them to dinner because that's what you do. But I'm literally walking through the crowd, I'm like, one, it's two o'clock in the morning, where is open? <laughs> And two, was like, I can't afford to do this over and over and over. Like, I kid you not, that was what you, was going through my mind. It's like, I need to take you guys out to dinner. You will in two, years, Mark. We'll we'll in two years. You will in two years. But I mean, I, I mean, this is, it's just unbelievable. Like, we go to the Moto Center and it's full of BYU fans, and then we come home and there's, there's BYU fans here. And it just is, it's such an unbelievable lift for our guys. I know that Kalani feels the same way and football is the same way, and, and every sport is here at BYU. It's, um, it, I'm telling you, it's increasingly sending BYU apart from everybody else. It just is it's just breathtaking to see uh, the support that these guys have. It's really fun. What you have in
0: common in terms of opponent, obviously, beating Utah is awesome. Uh, beating San Diego State is also awesome. That happened Friday, last December. You did that, Kalani. That was a huge win, too, uh, because the Aztecs, old rival, should have been a four-point play, wasn't? That was a big win, uh, Mark, on Friday night.
2: Yeah, it was a huge win and it was a tough one. Um, It's always such a great matchup with us in San Diego State. We've probably been the top two non-Power 6 teams in the country the last two years. And um, our styles of play are a little bit different, the way we approach it a little bit different. But Dutch, uh, the coach for San Diego State, is a dear friend. And he just, the great thing about it is he just wants to go play anybody that will play. And we want to go play anybody that will play. Sometimes there's only two of us, right? And so the game is awesome. Uh, Just the last three years has been really remarkable. And everybody here remembers 10 years ago, Jimmer standing up on a scorer's table after that win against Kawhi Leonard. And kind of the history of it since has been so awesome. And it was a big-time game. It was a grinded-out game. It was kind of every single possession mattered. Um, It was hard on both teams to try and score the ball because the defensive intensity was so high. And it was a, a gutty performance by our guys to pull it out.
0: Who's voting maybe on this poll? Would you go to dinner at 2 a.m. with Coach it's Pope? Who's probably, vo-
3: it's probably breakfast, though, at that time. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We
2: know what is it? What? Right, right. It's, is not, it- it's not a real meal. I mean, what do college students go do at 2 a.m.? They go eat somewhere. <laughs> is it just the McDonald's right here? That's the only place?
0: Uh, trust me, after many a football game, I've been searching myself. Yes. You got to get the inside scoop with a certain local eatery who loves BYU. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's – uh,
2: All right, we're up to certain... 94%. Come on, guys. Let's who's, go. Who's, who's, <laughs> saying, 100%. Who's, who's saying maybe? What we in didn't the world? even give a no option. That seems like an unfair poll. <laughs> I think that seems highly unfair. That's, that looks about right to me. <laughs> that was Kalani. Yeah. Kalani's like, I don't know, 2 o'clock is late, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, uh, you don't
3: get this body from turning down <laughs> meals, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. You're paying, I'm eating. Oh, there we go, let's go. Okay, last
0: week's show was on Monday because you played the season opener on Tuesday. So, Last Monday, we couldn't talk about one Colin Chandler, uh, who signed with BYU, the number twenty-eight recruit in the country, yep. and Kingsley Suamataia a couple weeks ago. What what's going on with the recruiting? It's awesome right now. We'll start with you, Kalani.
3: It's a lot of fun, and and uh, I think uh, you know Mark <laughs> mentioned it before the, the fans are amazing, and so um, they're they're everywhere. They're not just in the stadiums or in the arenas. They're everywhere, and so when you're in other cities, there's a lot of BYU fans reminding. These athletes that hey BYU still loves you and so when they come back and they get they feel electricity in the air from what we have here it, it's just hard to deny it and so I think uh, it's it's a lot of fun but we f- we focus on the fans and, and give them all the uh, the spotlight because that they're the, the contributing factor to getting these big-time recruits
0: I think getting Colin was a big-time thing yeah. we're gonna see him in three years be yeah. patient but it's gonna be awesome man
2: but it is I mean coaches said it exactly right it is I mean, the the momentum here in this athletic department is really special right now. Everybody can feel it, and and um, listen, it, it's just we saw it two years ago during COVID when they started having all these fan polls, right? And we couldn't have the NCAA tournament, so we're on pins and needles thinking, "Are we going to win the fan poll?" Which is ridiculous, but <laughs> awesome, right? It's so great, and um, and we did. Like we we kept winning, and and uh, there's no doubt, um, you know. Uh, one of the, you know, I can actually talk about Colin Chandler, right? Yeah. I'm, I just yeah. had to make sure. I, I brought him up. So, <laughs> so, you know, one of the really changing moments for Colin, one of many, I mean, many moments where he started to feel like, hey, this BYU deal is special, was when he came to the football game against Arizona State, and, um, you know, he got to, you know, like we do with a lot of our recruits, he got to kind of go on the field right before the game, and happen to be walking across the end zone, just as... It took coach about two seconds to score the first touchdown. It was unbelievable. And the, and just feeling the, the rock there, which is a student section like no other, and seeing the stadium and feeling the energy of that football team and identifying that with what's happening at BYU is so powerful. It's so powerful because at the end of the day, um, you want to go play somewhere where people care and where they support you. And so – it's um, it's it's really fun to recruit right now, and it's a lot of it is because of what's happened with football and the other sports here, and what Tom's created, and it's pretty pretty great.
0: And Kalani, you take your recruits to the basketball
9: game.
3: Yeah, and 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 uh, I mean, it's we try to get them around as many sporting events as possible, and and get them on campus and be around the fans. And uh, you, you just, I mean, they show up, and the fans give them so much love, and and we have really smart fans that that uh, that know uh, about our players, and, and they they're. Caught up in all the recruiting process of it all, and I mean the interaction—it's crazy. They have a poll; you can make any poll up, and Cosmo's is going to win the mascot challenge. Yeah. We should just throw it
0: up on Alpine right now. Yeah, yeah. it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a hundred. <laughs> yeah. And
3: we just saw Deep Blue. Where, where um, this—the the fan base—it means way more. It's not just uh, the entertaining part of the game. It's the, this is this is life, and this is family. It's faith, and so uh, they cheer harder. They 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 care more. And, uh, and they have more joy and more excitement.
0: Yeah, and they're showing up on a uh, Wednesday night to hang out with us, which
2: is yeah. awesome. It's Kay. awesome, guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, like, thank it's you. I so yeah, appreciate it's it. Great. 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 Yeah. Okay, let's address the elephant in the room.
0: Uh, you have Pac 10 experience, you have Pac 12 experience. Of course, Washington, that school up north. Um, did you talk before the season about just beating the Pac 12? Was that a conversation ever? You're 4 0, you're 1 0?
3: We, we talked about beating everybody. That's what we want to do. So I think, I think the, the um, I've I've been really lucky to just being able to just bounce ideas off of, of off of Mark uh, on every little thing. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's culture, strategy. Uh, I, I see. Uh, I think Fu's could play the end. would be great for us. Um, How fun is he to watch? It's awesome. I mean, did, did you yeah, see so. that
2: play? Did you see the play? <laughs> Wait, he grabs the offensive rebound. Oh, oh fell down fell and they got him and blocked him at yeah. the rim. Like, who can do that? <laughs> Literally from his rear end on the court to blocking a seven-footer at the rim. And, and that's the rear end, too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> and then, and then the offensive rebound where he just split two 260-pound bodies. Just finished. how fun is he? Woo! Yeah,
3: the whole team. I mean, there's wow. so much fun, and, and I, I love watching them. But it's been really cool just be able to to connect with them. We have a, a true bond, a, a true friendship, and, and it's something that's really important to me.
0: Where would you put Alex Barcelo, by the way, on your team mm. if you had him
3: Wherever there. he wants. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's got an arm. He can pass the ball, so he might be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. He, he took, that would be fun. If you just let me have them just during screening. <laughs> you know you he's just, already
2: taking my job. I'm essentially not even a coach anymore. I just like, Alex, what do you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what to do, Alex. Let's the go. composure, and the poise, <laughs> it's, is, it's amazing. That, that's,
3: that's like a, a quarterback, uh, 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 you know, the way he, he handles himself.
0: We're going to yeah. break down some more, A.B., and uh, our thanks to Kalani Satake as we excuse coach. Let's give it up, for <laughs> the yeah, that's up. That's up. we got one more of these next week combined, and then Kalani's off the hook. Okay, when we come back, a look at Alex Barcelo and his amazing start to the season, and Spencer Johnson will join us as BYU with BYU basketball with Mark Pope begins after the break. I love that guy, too. Oh, his,
3: his defense is amazing.
1: This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. I wish I was
0: Greg. I'm Jared Jordan, subbing in for Greg, who's headed from Portland to uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Welcome to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Let's welcome in our first guest of the basketball portion of the program. His name is Spencer Johnson. is nowhere to be found we'll just stand here and hang out oh, that is so They're awkward like, where would spencer go live
1: <laughs> television you gotta love it
2: just spencer anticipation. was anticipation there he there is
0: hey go. hey <laughs> what's up man were you talking to kalani you're talking I'm to kalani yeah that's
2: great yeah <laughs> kalani's out there recruiting
0: he was talking <laughs> ball yeah kalani said he was talking ball Kalani's trying to recruit Spencer to the football team right now, <laughs> which is insane. Okay, so what position is he going to have you at? Receiver, is that what it's uh, Offensive line. Yeah, <laughs> you need to put on a, a few LBs. <laughs> yeah. Well, Spencer, uh, did you have fun last night? Because that so was fun. one of the all-time wins in BYU
9: history, I think. So fun. We came out there and we just punched him right in the mouth and just took it right from there.
0: Okay, how motivated were you to win the Johnson Bowl? Because your brother Isaac, of course, is a duck. He got on the floor, ESPN showed you, saying something to him. I'm wondering what you said.
9: <laughs> you know, when you, when you go up against your little brother, like, you just gotta let him know, you know? You gotta <laughs> let him know where he's at. What did you let him know? <laughs> no, but I was happy for him. I was happy for him to get on the floor and, like, that was just a fun game all around for everybody to be
4: out there.
0: Walk me through that. that. End of the shot clock, three there, beyond three-point land. You feel the Dame Lillard vibe there in most? Totally,
9: totally. Yeah, I looked up. I I got the ball. I looked up, and there was one second on the shot clock, and I was like, "Oh shoot, I gotta shoot this." <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't say that. You're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> shoot this. Let's go."
0: Yeah. And then play of the game was the left-handed reverse pass to Gideon George. Mm-hmm. I mean, walk me through that one.
9: Yeah, so they, uh, I think it was number 50, he drove left, he was a lefty. Um, I stepped in the lane there and t- took a swipe at the ball and got it, and then we came up with it, I think Tijan right there, he throws it ahead. And I actually didn't even see Gideon, I just heard him say, ball, ball. And I was like, well, I think he's going to catch this, so. Yes. Threw it back to and
0: him. Another 1,000 shoes are going to be donated after that, yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's go. How about that, by the way? And who, who contributed shoes? Anybody? We got Thank a bunch. Thank you
2: so much, About 6,000 so pairs of shoes
0: going to Nigeria. That's this awesome. is unbelievable, yeah. right? Oh so my awesome. Gosh.
2: This, this play reminds me of probably the biggest play of our whole season last year, actually in the West Coast Conference Tournament semifinals against Pepperdine. And it's been a struggle, the whole game's been a struggle, and then we're in overtime and we're trying to get a stop, and things have been really tough, just one of those frustrating nights. And Spencer gets a deflection and jumps out of bounds and whips the ball left-handed behind his back to save it, and basically it was the play of the game. And here he did it again. The best part of that clip, though, is after he does it, he dunks it just him running down the floor like this. (laughs) Is fantastic. It's the best part. The best part. That's I think awesome. he was staring right at Isaac running down the floor. <laughs> it's like, what's up, brother? So up? so, so. also, you know, we let the players do a pregame speech. Uh, so every game we'll have a different player do actually a pregame speech. It's right before we run out of the floor. They'll do a pregame speech slash prayer, usually a combination of the two. And so... I just was talking to the table. There's like six or seven of you guys. And I'm like, all right, guys, this is the day before. I'm like, hey, who, who's, who's going to take pregame tomorrow? And the guys kind of looked at each other, and Spencer sat back. He's like, I got this, coach. <laughs> and he sure did. He played a big-time game.
9: It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. What was the message to the group? Hey, the message was in the moment. You know, it's, I told the guys to look around the room, just you know, make eye contact with each other. And I said, um, you'll never forget an experience that you had to earn the right to be a part of. You know? had to earn the right to be a part of something special here at BYU and so that's what I talked
2: about. And Spence mentioned every, every single guy in that locker room I thought it was super moving. I think the guys felt it. He talked about every single guy in that lo- locker room, the pathway they took to get there mm. and then when you start to go down our roster and go person to person to person and think about the pathway they took to get here nobody more complicated than Spence by the way like his pathway to get here was not easy. There were a lot of times where I think he was probably questioning if the whole thing was gonna work out. And here he is, starring for this team and making huge plays. It's pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive.
9: Fourth School, walk us through chronologically what they were again. So I graduated from American Fork. I went on my mission um, to Italy. And I got back and I was uh, one semester at Weber State. That's where I signed um, out of high school. And then at the semester mark, I transferred to UVU. So I was with Coach Pope and his staff at UVU. Um, for the second half of that season. And then they ended up leaving. They came here. I was like, well, shoot. Like, what am I going to do now? So I went to Slick, Salt Lake Community College, and I was there for a full year um, and signed to play here in the fall and then um, was here last year. So you've liked him twice.
2: Yeah. Pretty good. And listen, I'm telling you, there's so much courage for him to go from Weber to UVU, first of all, but then to take a step back and go back to junior college. It takes a ton of courage. I can't even tell you how much courage that takes and like belief inside yourself to say, hey, I'm going to walk away from this situation right now and go put myself back on the block, put myself back in the situation and prove to the world that I can earn it again. And he did. I mean he you know I got to go see him in the fall in his first few games. Uh, playing at, at Salt Lake Community College, and he was just dominating and had taken a huge step forward, and it's all about his internal belief that he has in himself. That's, it's pretty
9: special.
0: Well, Spencer, it's been awesome to watch you play so far through three games, 3-0, 62% from the field. Mm-hmm. It's been fun, man.
9: Yeah, super fun.
0: Okay, Central Methodist coming up Saturday. Give it up for Spencer Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we the Johnson Bowl. go break, this week's trivia question presented by Cascade Collision. Serious about perfection. BYU perfect so far. What's well, the last year an unranked team beat a top fifteen team away from home by thirty plus? That's what BYU did last night. We'll tell you after the break. From business presented by Cascade Collision Repair. Serious about perfection. When's the last year an unranked team beat a top fifteen team away from home by thirty plus. Nineteen ninety three, and then last night, because UConn beat number twelve Virginia. Last night, BYU beat number twelve Oregon. Incredible. Okay, let's finish the show with something awesome. Our guy Jack Troxell is a 12-year-old from Vancouver, Washington. He went to the game last night uh, going through brain cancer, finished round five of six with cancer plus radiation. You invited him to the game, Mark. It was great to have Jack and his family there.
2: Yeah, I mean, you talk about a young man who's a fighter, so we had a chance to jump on Zoom last week and talk with him for quite a while, and um, just um, the emotion and the passion that he's putting into his fight – and how hard he's trying, and anybody that's gone through this understands that even though you have people, loved ones around you, it is something you have to do on your own it's, to some extent. He is, he is a great example to all of us, all of our guys, Amen and everybody that. here.
0: Thanks so much for Mark and Spencer and Hamahaymuli and Kalnis Taki and Dallin Holgrom. I'm Jeremy Jordan. Thanks for watching the Coaches Show.
1: Greg Rubel here, encouraging you to take the stress out of Thanksgiving.